0: I'd just like to um, share a few words uh, before we get into the formal practice. Um, I think it's helpful to say something about the relationship between the heart practices and the practice of mindfulness that's kind of the main skillful means that we're Practicing using um, on the retreat here, Um, someone shared in a note how she'd been at a Metta retreat, a loving kindness retreat, and kind of the words, the phrases were used and continuously, and that was the um, encouragement, the invitation by the teachers, and finding herself in a in retreat, where the invitation is to bring awareness to whatever is arising, and in body, in heart, and mind, felt a little kind of as though they were somehow moving in in different directions. And so, the question was really, you know, are these complementary? How do they relate to each other? And you know, and kind of, I would say, just expressing my own sense and my own opinion um, view of it, is that really you can almost see them as the same practice. We're bringing, when we're practicing mindfulness, we're bringing a loving awareness to whatever is arising in body, heart, and mind, holding it all with a spirit uh, intention of, of kindness and care um, and that becomes the, the that, that is the kind of the vehicle, the path to as the Buddha taught to awakening to deep insight into the truth about life, into impermanence and selflessness and 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 dukkha suffering, um, but the Buddha also taught that um, there are qualities that we can cultivate, qualities of heart and mind that we can cultivate. He gave one kind of teaching where he says, abandon what is unskillful and cultivate the good. Abandon what is unskillful and cultivate the good. We can see, you know, our practice as being watching where watching how unskillful painful states of mind and heart arise we get caught up in clinging or we get caught up in anger or confusion and we hold that in in awareness with kindness without judgment and we see you know the 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 sense of solidity of it can fall away just when we when we watch it and and Bring a wholehearted awareness with kindness to our experience. So, abandoning what is unskillful, abandoning clinging and aversion, um, um, delusion. But we can also, and what naturally arises with the abandonment of of clinging, the letting go of clinging, is the heart opens. The heart naturally opens with kindness, with compassion, with love, in peace and joy. The, 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 there's a natural awakening and opening of the heart. But we can also in a more um, intentional way invite the arising of skillful states of heart and mind. And in these afternoon practices, the heart practices, what we're doing is we're in in an intentional way using that the skillful means of cultivating, inviting the arising of these these qualities whether they be loving-kindness or compassion or joy or other other states. They're extraordinarily complementary to each other, mutually supportive of each other. The practices I think of them as as skillful means, you know, um, that lead to the same end, which is the abandonment, the letting go of clinging, and and living freely, living free of suffering. So what we can do, and we can in whatever way feels, um, feels right for you, you can incorporate the heart practices into the practices that we're doing the rest of the day. You know, you can invite, you know, phrases of may I be happy or may I be safe or whatever practices, whatever words, whatever invitation of feelings or visualizations might help you to let your heart be open. Let yourself be present to, to this moment as it is. Um, so they can interweave with each other, um, the, the, the practices. But I, I see them as very much as, as skillful means to invite the, the opening of the heart, the letting go of, of afflictive states of, of heart and mind. And the practice this afternoon will be exploring and Doing together is the practice of compassion. Um, compassion is the second of what are known as the Brahma Viharas, um, sometimes translated as the divine abodes. And, um, you could see as these as the the beautiful states of of heart and mind that um, the Buddha said. We should live at all times in one of these states of, of loving kindness, of compassion, of appreciative joy, of equanimity. So loving kindness is that intention of well-wishing, of friendliness, of kindness that goes out to all beings without exception, all beings everywhere, without distinction. It's not the... The the love of attachment of clinging of holding or of bargaining I love you if you love me it's that heart opening recognizing our kind of interbeing with all other beings and the the practice of of loving kindness invites us normally to start where it's easier and then to go outward towards where it's more difficult and ultimately to include all beings in our our wish for happiness, um, for their wish for, for their happiness and peace and well-being, and the, the second of these qualities of these um, divine abodes is compassion. It is. It's been called the quivering of the heart in response to su- to suffering. We have this natural quality of, of as humans, of when we see suffering when um, we respond to it naturally. Tara spoke about this the, the other night. When we see somebody who's in pain, we viscerally respond, you know, as, as though we're experiencing the pain ourselves. And in a sense, we are. You know, we have these mirror, mirror neuro, neurons that kind of mirror the emotions, the feelings, the pain of others. So, we're responding in this way with the the natural h- opening of the heart and the desire to reach out to um, to share the pain to to um, to help help in the healing of the suffering of others and of the world and including ourselves in that, of course, in self-compassion. And the third of these Brahma viharas, these divine abodes, is um, sympathetic joy, and that is joy in the happiness or the well-being of another. You know, typically in our culture, we, there's a lot of competition, and we feel if somebody gets something, then we might get less of it. Um, and this is really that the heart being open and recognizing that there's abundance in life, and that when somebody else is happy and doing well, a heart can open to them, and wish them well in their happiness and, and enjoy their happiness, take happiness in their happiness. And the fourth of the qualities is equanimity. That, that's the evenness of mind in, uh, in the face of joys and in the face of sorrows, kind of meeting joys and sorrows with, with an equal mind, with a, with a balanced mind and a balanced heart. You know, meeting, as the Taoists say, life's 10,000 joys and 10,000 sorrows with, with acceptance, with a sense of an open heart, recognizing that joy and sorrow are all part of life. So, I don't need to say that There's a lot of suffering around, around us in our lives, around us in our world. You know, we only have to switch on the television and we see images of refugees and warfare, people, you know, being harmed and being hurt. Sometimes it can feel almost too much and we kind of want to shut down. And sometimes we do shut down. Sometimes we shut down, it feels like we can't take any more in. And the invitation of this practice is to, to cultivate the quality of, of opening our hearts so that we can take in the suffering of others. We can take in our own suffering without kind of going into um, kind of a fight-or-flight defensive mode. Compassion is the willingness to be with suffering without turning away, without recoiling from the pain of another or our own pain. The word itself compassion it says being with suffering, being with our own or another's suffering. So this afternoon, just invite a, a practice of cultivating this quality of, of compassion for ourselves and for others. And we can begin, and I'll share a few more reflections as we are doing this practice, but begin just by inviting you to come into a a way of sitting, or if you're lying down, lying down, that's relaxed and at ease. You might find it helpful to take a few deeper breaths. a way of opening the heart. A nice deep in-breath and a long full out-breath. Calming the body as you breathe in. Calming the mind as you breathe out. You can see, you can experience the, the, the deep breath As itself as a kind of an act of self-compassion. It's an invitation to step out of that defensive mode that can be feel so painful and so difficult. So just to invite that relaxing, that releasing of holding, letting the body and the heart be open, the mind be open. let your attention come into your body as a whole and invite a relaxing of any anywhere that you might be tight or tense or contracted. Again, it's an invitation to soften and relax. Let go of holding, of clinging, of defending yourself and against something that might be in your mind just gently move down the body just softening relaxing as you move down the shoulders the chest and the belly and the hands the arms Down into the lower body, the abdomen and the groin, the legs, down to the feet and the toes. Is there anywhere that could soften a little more, open a little more? And if you'd like to, you can invite a, a smile or a half-smile to your face. Just inviting the corners of your mouth and the corners of your eyes to, to relax. Inviting a smile to come into the heart area, into the torso. feel your body, your breath, your heart. Feel yourself here. Just rest for a time. Be just being here. Aware with kindness of whatever is present in the body, heart, and the mind. You might find it helpful to put a hand on your heart, maybe or on your belly. Just connecting with your life. Connecting with yourself, your joys and your sorrows. Just holding whatever is present with care and with tenderness. Now bring to mind someone you love and care about. If you can, let an image, let their image come into your mind and into your heart. Someone who's dear to you, someone you care about deeply. Hold them in your awareness, in your heart and let yourself open to their share of sorrows, their difficulties, their pains, their sorrows suffering and let your heart open to them, sense your wish to comfort them, to care for them, to meet their suffering with compassion. I'd imagine that they were sitting in front of you, and you could just gaze into their eyes, wishing for their well-being, for their happiness. They'd be free of suffering, free of sorrow. And you might silently say to yourself, repeat these phrases to yourself. May you be held in compassion, holding this being, this dear being in your heart. May you be held in compassion May you be free from pain and sorrow. You might sense how it feels in you as you, as you send this wish, this intention to them. May you be free from pain and sorrow. May you live with ease and well-being. Just feeling that wish, that compassionate wish from your heart going out to you, from you, to them. May you live with ease and well-being. And you can silently repeat these phrases as you choose, just holding this dear being in your heart with compassion, with care, wishing for their well-being. May you be held in compassion May you be free from pain and sorrow. May you live with ease and well-being. And whatever arises in you, meet it with kindness and with as much care as is possible in this moment. Now if you find resistance coming up or tightness or tension, just see if you can hold that and hold yourself in kindness and compassion. May you be held in compassion. May you be free from pain and sorrow. May you live with ease and well-being. you can make this practice your own in using your own words or phrases if they resonate more deeply with you if they connect with with your with the felt sense And let yourself touch into whatever feelings are present in you, whatever's present in the body, the emotions, the mind. And if you feel ready, you might now turn your heart of compassion towards yourself. Just recognizing the, the difficulties and the pains, sorrows in your own life. and letting your heart open to your own pain, to your own suffering. You might touch into awareness of your body and feel if there's any place of tightness or clinging where you're shielding yourself from, from pain and hurt. And just reflecting that you, as much as anyone else in the world, deserves to be happy, to be free of suffering, that you, like everyone else, has this quality of of an awakened heart or an awakening heart, a heart that wants to be free of suffering, that moves towards freedom, towards awakening. Holding yourself your heart, your sorrows, your suffering with kindness and care you might just silently repeat, May I be held in compassion breathing in that wish for yourself may I be held in compassion May I be free of pain and sorrow. May I live with ease and well-being. And letting yourself hold hold in kindness whatever is arising, whatever's present for you. If the heart opens or if it shuts down, there's a sense of resistance. Just meet that with a, a kind and loving heart. just wishing that you be that you be safe, you be happy and well. That you be free of pain and sorrow. And in these final moments of minutes of the meditation, you can just continue these wishes, these intentions of kindness and compassion towards yourself. Or if you feel ready, you might let these wishes go out to beings near and far, to loved ones, to friends, colleagues, family members, out to people near and far, those you know and those you don't know. And just letting images come to your mind of this being recognizing that this person, this being wants to be happy and free of suffering just as you do and sending out these wishes, these intentions of compassion, of care may you be held in compassion. May you be free of pain and sorrow. May you live with ease and well-being. might let these, the heart of compassion go out to include those living in suffering, in war, conflict, those who are without homes, who are incarcerated. Just letting that your heart open in compassion. Recognizing yourself in them and them in you. be held in compassion. May all beings be held in compassion. May all beings everywhere be free from pain and sorrow. May all beings everywhere be free from suffering. In these final moments, so as you sit with the open heart of compassion, I'll share this poem by Wendell Berry. I go among trees and sit still, all my stirring becomes quiet around me like circles on water. My tasks lie in their places where I left them, asleep like cattle. Then what is afraid of me comes and lives a while in my sight. What it fears in me leaves me, and the fear of me leaves it. It sings, And I hear its song. Then what I am afraid of comes. I live for a while in its sight. What I fear in it leaves it, and the fear of it leaves me. It sings, and I hear its song. After days of labor, mute in my consternations, I hear my song at last, and I sing it. As we sing, the day turns, the trees move.